everyone. I'm Julie. And I'm Jenny with a G. We're cousins and best friends. Who live on opposite ends of the country, so we decided to start a podcast. Welcome to Get Funny. <laughs> OMG. Okay. So, Barbie movie's coming out July 21st. They have had one of the best collaborations marketing scheme I've ever seen in my days. And maybe maybe there's others that are comparable. But to me, I feel like they have gone above and beyond. They have a collaboration to do a satin pillowcase. They have collaborations to do makeup. They have collaborations to do the luggage set. Luggage. And that's what I want to buy with base. I have looked at base for many years now. Um, I'm like, ah, well, it's just luggage. Like, what's the big deal? It's fuchsia pink, my favorite mm-hmm. kind of pink, the pink that makes my soul happy. And I'm going to purchase it. And you know what? I deserve. Do I know how much they're going to cost? No, absolutely not. They're not even on the website yet. You can't even pre-order. This is going to be a run for your lives to purchase this. And I will. I signed up for the email list. I'm going to receive the email. I'm going to purchase it immediately. Fun fact about me, I don't even need to go get my purse. I got stuff memorized. Okay, so I'm going to go and purchase it. No Wait, you're still memorizing shit? Um, I let the computer memorize for me. Um, all I have to remember is my three-digit security code. <laughs> wow, wow, <Girl>. wow. <laughs> Hello. I let Mr. Google handle that. But no, um, about that Barbie luggage, which I love, and also I love hot vibrant pink as well and as you were saying that i was like is there anyone who prefers a baby pink because that seems wrong and i don't (laughs) think that that is like Uh, i think all look all pink matters all pink is beautiful to me that's where i am in life because currently right now i have baby pink that's why can you leave that alone please oh why jenny always needs to fidget with something and it's always the loudest shit she was literally just crinkling a plastic bag in the microphone it's, look how small it is this is stop how, it and the microphone's over here put it away put it away i can hear it oh my god anyway um so like baby pink is fine but like i would never choose that over a uh, hot pink that's well crazy. that's why i'm willing to change my whole aesthetic at the airport for bright pink. I am oh, you're, so oh, excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah so my current gonna, set. Yeah, is, is baby pink. Did you see mm-hmm. that they're doing the Barbie dream house with Airbnb? I did. <laughs> I on every state. The one Wait, in Georgia. Wait, in every looks, state? Yeah. I Well, I, okay. I don't know if it's real factual, but they were saying like, this is what they would look like. But I do think it's in every state. And if it's the Georgia one, it's definitely in Savannah and it looks beautiful. Okay. Every state is outrageous. <laughs> like, that's crazy. I mean, I guess there's all these Airbnbs that are empty because, you know, they're not doing well. I mean, why would... Also, can we talk about one of the biggest things that people don't talk about? Okay. It's called Airbnb, all right? A play sure. off of a B&B that existed prior to this, which means bed and breakfast. Mm-hmm. When thinking about my experience with airbnb i remember one of my first ones they provided lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. then the next one after that they provided breakfast and lunch items the second b and airbnb has been gone for many years and y'all are still charging out the butthole for us to go stay at your house because you bought this second <laughs> property to then get some passive income on it 
Don't play. I know. I saw the Netflix show where they revamped homes specifically for this. I get it. But my biggest thing, and no one else is complaining, where's the other B? Give me a damn bagel and a damn banana so I can go on by my merry way when I'm dropping $500 to stay at your house for that weekend. I truly, and that, you know what? You're making good points. I have never thought about the other B aspect of Airbnb. I only think about how annoyed I am that they charge me a fucking cleaning fee and then have the nerve to be like, make sure you take the trash out, but um, only put it in this one bin. If you put it in the other bin, we're going to charge you an extra $300. And Outrageous. if you don't take the sheets off the bed and put them all on the floor, we're going to charge you extra and make sure you do this and blah, blah, blah. And like, I'm sorry. Am I paying for an experience or right. if I'm going to work, then you need to be subsidizing my, uh, right. my lodging fee. If and you need then, me to do work. And then you're over here talking about a cleaning fee. My dudes, when we went mm. to Dallas, those sheets were filthy. And then we told them Ew. and it wasn't my sheets because I'm, I would, I, we would have moved out of that house, but they come in the next day, right? Because we, we came in a late night, they come in the next day. Then they just leave some random sheets on the kitchen table. I'm like, you need to take the old sheets with you. <gasps> Wait, you when you said they mean? were filthy, tell me, I don't want to know, but I do want to know. Like what they had like a lot of skeins on them and they just did not seem clean to the standard that you would want something to be clean when you're about to sleep on them. Now, were they the beds that the boys slept on? Yes. So I feel like boys kind of <laughs> don't even care. But I was like, this wow. is, I just don't like that. And then the whole things that don't work. And when you're trying to tell them, they're like, no, it works. You just have to do it like this. Nah, you need to do your job. We lately, like mostly have been staying at hotels, but we're going to Nashville in two weeks um, to see Beyonce. And, Beyonce. you know, because it's, we're going to see Beyonce. Um, all the hotels were crazy for that weekend. So we found an Airbnb. The Airbnbs were also crazy, but we happened to find one that was like affordable. So we booked it. And now I'm nervous. I don't want dirty sheets. I mean, there's this one cleaning lady on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I will, I, before I say anything, this is too much work. I want her to know. Wait. But she goes Are you talking into, about the travel woman? Yes. The woman, who goes I just in saw and cleans everything no. when she gets there. She travels with her own cleaning supplies with the disposable sheets and checks for bed bugs. I mean, my thing is, if you're going to spend, and she says, I don't care, I'm going to do this anywhere I go. My thing is that there's a certain level to understand that these, you either have to do it or don't do it. Because you going that hard when you get into a hotel makes no sense. And then you're going to sleep on disposable sheets. Again, it doesn't make any sense. Those cannot be cannot be comfortable if they're disposable. They can't be. Stay home. Yeah, Stay I saw home. that. I so, saw that on Twitter this week. And I was like, okay. Now, you know, we, since before COVID, Richard has been a person who sanitizes whenever we get to a hotel or an Airbnb, we either have a sanitizing spray or the wipes and we literally wipe down the t high touch surfaces, like mm -hmm. doorknobs, whatever, remote for sure, of course. Um, so that, and some people, to some people that is extra because, um, you know, my family certainly does not do that when they go to hotels. Maybe now they do, but they didn't pre-COVID. Um, <laughs> but this lady, this... <laughs> But this lady straight up yep. was mopping 
Mm-hmm. Like, how are you? Don't tell me that you're going to leave your home and then travel to a place. And then the first thing you do when you get to that place is not only clean the place, but fucking mop. Nah. And my nah. thing is too, so you're spend you cannot possibly tell me you're traveling with these items because how can you with that stuff not making a spill all over your luggage? Secondly, then you're sh- you're buying all this stuff before you get there. I get it. Hit it with the Lysol. But honestly and truly, I, I, I can't. I cannot do it. I am germ aware. I cannot be a germaphobe because then I wouldn't do anything. But mm-hmm. the fact is why you're saying that if your sheets are going to be messy, bring some extra sheets, but disposable sheets ain't it. I'm sorry, lady. I get it. Disposable sheets? I'm like, is this a hospital bed? Right. Is it a hospital? And she has the disposable sheets with the disposable pillowcases. And I'm looking at her like, no, you can't be serious. She's like, this is, it's not for you. You don't have to do it, which is true. I will also agree. Yeah. And she seems very nice. Yeah. She's not, she's just presenting how she lives and. At the end of the day, too, I will also guarantee you that the whole looking for bed bugs, because that seems to be like the biggest thing people have with it. At this point in time, then you're never going to go anywhere, because if you're the one, the type of person that you're going to look for the bed bugs, but then put the luggage that you had from the airport on your bed in the hotel room, you missed the mark because that I can guarantee you most people do. And to me, bed bugs are more likely to get on your luggage before they get on the bed that you're at the hotel. Okay, wait. Um, do people... Oh, put their luggage on the bed? Yes, a lot. And I see it so many... When I tell you, to me, it is the most shocking thing because I guess people think that germs don't exist once you pull your luggage into your hotel room. I do think that. So they pull that luggage, they then grab that luggage and put it on the bed along with their book bags, along with, I I mean, I'm telling you, it's been so often, every commercial you see too, if you look, if you really look, every commercial or Instagram video of someone promoting luggage or travel, Mm -hmm. they put that luggage right on the bed and do it. I do want to push back on this idea that there are copious bud bud bags bed bugs at the airport though (laughs) is that no i'm not saying there's copious i'm just saying the chances of it happening are more from pulling it around the airport the street the um taxis that you're getting into those are going to have more surface areas that you're touching and the poop that you're getting on those rollers right okay poop poop aside um the bed bugs (laughs) are no no poop aside the bed bugs I feel like they are more likely to be in the bed where yes. they are named after. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, look, sure. I'm just saying, check sure. your check your check your sheets for bed bugs if you remember. Yes. Um, don't you don't have to change the sheets if you see bed bugs and just leave. You have to burn down the hotel. <laughs> you have to set <laughs> what, fire. What? Commit arson for a hotel, please. You have um, to. You have to burn the bed. Yeah, take some That's matches it. when you travel. Ready for scene on screen? Yes, always. Um, let's try to get through this before your power goes out because you got right. that storm. And you know what? Storm. Speaking of sp- storms, 
how does this movie open up? What did we watch? Picture. Oh, yes. Uh, 2002. 2002. Sweet Home Alabama. (laughs) Yes, we watched Sweet Home Alabama, which opens in some time far long away when um, a young white girl and a young white boy are running in a storm on the beach. Mm-hmm. And there's lightning. Yep. And the kid, the the boy child, is like, uh, will you marry me? Or why won't you marry me? Or whatever. And she's like, I'm only 10 years old. By the way, was that a, was that a fanning? I think so. I think, I think it was, it was a fanning. L, L, L fanning? Elle um, Fanning playing young Reese Witherspoon. Let's see. Let's confirm. because <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, it could. It maybe wasn't Elle Fanning, but I, I felt like it was a Fanning. I feel like it was Elle, but... Yeah. Oh, wrong. Dakota. That was Dakota? It was Dakota. No. Yes, it was little Dakota Fanning. What? Playing young Melanie. Well, okay, so yes. it opens with them running, and then there's a lightning strike on the beach, why they kiss yes and this movie leads you to believe that when lightning hits sand it creates beautiful perfect glass which i believed for a while um turns out it's not necessarily true it's a bit of a fudging of the truth it does create it can create structures that can be unearthed and possibly be glass-like, but they're less perfect than uh, the movie. Are you, leads you trying to, to take the magic away from this sweet <laughs> Alabama love story? Is that I'm just you know what I'm just trying to bring science. Okay, um, hashtag women in STEM and uh... science in Alabama. Get all the way. <laughs> wow, out. wow. Okay, I didn't say it. You know what? I didn't say it. So anyway, y'all, we watched this movie. Um, it's over because 20 years old. Also, sure I just know. need to add this because we were going to watch another film, mm-hmm. which I feel like they run fast and loose with the word film, and uh, which we thought was a romantic comedy. And turns out it was not. It was a raunchy comedy that had Ashton, Ashton Kutcher falling for Tara Reid. And it was it was not good. So we last minute changed from my boss's daughter to Sweet Home Alabama. And I honestly was so fun. My friend Dina was over and she had actually never seen Sweet Home Alabama. <gasps> what? So she was able to watch a little bit with me. And another fun fact, it was filmed on my college campus. And I just thought, oh, how cute. Um, but it was filmed at the home that was of our founder, that, um, that Carlisle mansion. That's the Carmichael, Col- yes. Carmichael Mansion is actually Oak Hill in Rome, oh. Georgia. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? I, <laughs> you had told me because we were texting. So Jenny started watching my bo- my boss's daughter, and she's the one who said it was not uh not good for us. Which I'm curious, was it still? Was it not a rom com at all? Because rom coms can be raunchy. Yeah, no, it was. Okay, so, to give you a back, the super quick thing, it is. This man who works for a boss who has a daughter, he likes Thank the you. daughter. <laughs> he likes the daughter, and the daughter's like, "Oh my god, I have to uh, house it my dad's house and watch his bird." The bird being an owl. 
Okay. He then convinces her, no, don't worry. You should just go on whatever thing you want to go to. He thinks she invites him to this thing, but no, he has to watch the house. So for the majority of it, they're not even together. So it's not even like a, a romance in that there's a conflict that's keeping them apart and she likes him too, or kind of likes him. She thinks he's gay for most of the movie. Oh, okay. And then all the literal racist racist things that they say and just oh my god yeah there is one thing to be politically incorrect there's another thing to be rude and raunchy and just it was not a i don't know how they called it a romantic comedy at any point speaking of fast and loose i feel like uh platforms play fast and loose with the rom-com label and i'm really upset about it i've had it um but let's talk about let's talk about a movie with absolutely no racism or problematic things. <laughs> turns out. <laughs> turns out. Wait a minute. What? Um, 2002. What a time. What a, because Sasha's daughter was also 2003. So I'm like, oh, Ooh. Lord. Times were tough, y'all. Oh, my 20 God. 20 years okay. ago. Ugh. Yeah. So the gist of this is Reese Witherspoon. Um, is a high-powered, up-and-coming fashion designer in New York City. New um, York City! The Big Apple, they call it. She has this big fashion show that's going to be the you know her, her big debut. It's going to be in all the papers. And what does her boyfriend, Patrick Dempsey, a.k.a. McDreamy, uh, do? He proposes to her on the night of her big show, which I found to be a red flag. <laughs> like, <laughs> can you just let her have this? Like, okay, I just, I want to say, this is one of those movies, because you know, you know me, I do not watch movies uh, more than once. I'll, like, a lot, especially nowadays, I never do. But when I was younger, I think I was more likely to rewatch things just because we didn't have access to every fucking movie all the time. So I watched Sweet Home Alabama a few times. I liked it. And back then, I always thought it was kind of messed up that... Uh, Reese Witherspoon, she plays Melanie in this. Mm -hmm. Melanie, right? Um, I always thought it was fucked up that Melanie has this, like, amazing, you know, gorgeous uh, fiancé. What's his name? Andrew. Andrew. uh, Patrick Dempsey. Mm -hmm. Andrew. And she, like, he doesn't do anything wrong, Mm -hmm. but she is in love with her, uh, spoiler alert, first husband, who she is not yet divorced from. Right. Um, And he doesn't know. My thing is, my big red flag about this, there's a couple. There's so many red flags. He proposes in a jewelry store. So he's like, you pick the ring you want. And I'm like, this is like that one part that is about you, sir. Like, why don't you pick it for her? Right. You didn't even. But it's weird. Second red flag. They've been dating eight months. And he has not met her family. Does not know where she's from in Alabama. My biggest thing is how are you going to propose to somebody and not know their family? Like, do you all think that family would not be a part of it once you do have a wedding and get married? Like, I find those things problematic. But that's just me. It seems, I mean, no, you're right. And he 
in Andrew's defense, he does call it out and he's like, I would love to meet them. And uh, Melanie is ashamed of her roots. Um, that comes out pretty quickly. And she's like, no, 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 I need to go down and tell them first, blah, blah, blah. Um, the it other was thing also is- giving just a little bit. This was like the white version of everything Mindy Kaling writes. That's just what I, I was feeling. What? do you mean <laughs> you know like mindy kaling all her characters hate being indian and <gasps> wow. they, like, push away oh, no. everything about their culture and this is what melanie's doing she's pushing away everything about her southern culture Not i was like mindy kelly what what are you doing here the Go self-hating ahead. uh minority yes. that's that's the southerner in new york um that's amazing i did think it was weird that not only does Andrew not know her family, but she lies to him about everything. <laughs> like he what? doesn't, he doesn't know that she's married, bro. He doesn't know she's married. He also, so she creates this entire fictional background for herself in New York. And so she tells Andrew, like, I'm from the Carmichael's of this place in Alabama. And her family is, uh, they made their money in cotton, AKA slaves. Um, which was a weird thing to put in here, but spoiler alert, she goes down to Alabama and it turns out she grew up in a mobile home. Was it a mobile mm-hmm. home? Just a bad um, ranch. Yeah, I think it was. Situation. I think it was. And she just had a regular, regular, low, you know, lower working class life. And she hated it. She hates everyone here. She mm-hmm. hates where she's from. And honestly, and I was real father, sick of Melanie. Uh, <laughs> yes. And her father participates in Civil War reenactments. Seems to be For the Confederacy. Yep. And no sense in... It's our history. No sense in uh, brushing it under the rug. Sir. The thing about it, they also have a Confederate flag in their home. Um, there are so many things about this that even in 2002 were not okay but it's funny to see that they were more okay then like it was funny quote unquote to have uh patrick dempsey and his mom be like democrats from new york and the southerners Mm -hmm. hate that um but it's okay they're still gonna be friends and it's okay that he's marrying their daughter because he loves her whatever it was just so weird but i will say that as someone who as you did moved from New York to the uh, Deep South as a child. Do you remember, did you grow up with people who were Civil War reenactors? Absolutely not. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely okay. not. Okay. Well, did apparently you? I did. I did. I didn't know what it was. Like, I remember, where was I? It was in some, like, I think I was in middle school when I was like in a classroom and someone was like just talking about what they were doing that weekend and they're like oh we've got a reenactment i forget exactly how they referred to it but i remember being so like what are you talking about and that is when i was suddenly exposed to the whole world of civil war why is that something um there were kids like literally in my school who did it on the weekends with their families or their dads oh my god yeah Okay. They didn't. These, they didn't these are the Georgia. <laughs> these are the difference here. You definitely moved to a more rural part than was, I moved. But was. like, no, I, I don't know if they didn't do it. I don't know if they didn't do it. I just know I never had a conversation guys, about it. Yeah, yeah. So I will yeah. say that I don't know 
the one thing, the two things I remember from my first day of school in Georgia were you're you speak Mexican, right? Because you're oh, Mexican. Yeah. And you must be a bitch because you're from New York. Those <gasps> are the two things that yes! were said to me my first day of school. And I was like, well, you know, I, I, what just happened today? And yep. I'll never forget those two things. People thought I was a snob because I was from New York, but really I was just shy. And I was like, I hate this. <laughs> I hate it's being terrible. the new kid. This is terrible. being the new kid in a town where everyone has been in school together since preschool. Fucking terrible. terrible. Garbage. Would not recommend. Anyway, not enough about our trauma. Uh, right. Let's... let's move. Anyways, this movie, I will say this. This movie is so much more actually romantic comedy than my boss's daughter. Oh, and it yes. definitely played. It was really cute how they did it. It's still kind of messed up because Melanie was a liar and lied about everything. Hated everybody. Outed her friend. Yeah, like she I literally outs a, a friend of hers really the only person who's been really nice to her since she gets back in town because everyone else is like oh you just abandoned us and she did she left she did. and never came back like doesn't even come visit her family and her friend bobby bobby ray bobby ray i was like bobby joe um bobby ray is so sweet and she outs him when she gets super drunk at a bar and it's so rude and violent and like she's the worst um Shit. And then she goes on her little apology tour. So it turns out her ex, not her ex-husband, her current husband, uh, Jake, who will not sign the divorce papers. Um, he was her childhood sweetheart. He is the, the young boy in the beginning of the film who asks mm -hmm. young Dakota Fanning to marry him. <laughs> um, they've been in love forever. They were supposed to make it, but they got married like right out of high school, which y'all, what's the rush? You don't need to get married. That's crazy. But okay. And they get pregnant and they lose the pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And then Melanie leaves and goes to New York because her thing is she doesn't want to be stuck in a small town in Alabama because she's so much better than everyone. She even says, she's like, I am better than everyone. Mm -hmm. I'm like, girl, why are you she's like this? It. And Jake has spent the past seven years, however long it's been, trying to make himself into the kind of man who would be worthy of her. So he starts his own glass business, which also has a restaurant attached to it and a gallery. I do not know, but he doesn't want to tell her. He suddenly has all this money, blah, blah, blah. And at no point in time, I, I guess the message of this is weird because, um, so she leaves she wants to make better of herself or whatever. He, She thinks he doesn't follow her. Mm -hmm. um, we Which learn... is a common problem. A lot of folks I know have actually broken up because of that. Well, what we learned is that he did go up to New York, but he didn't tell her. And he was so overwhelmed by how fancy it all was. And he just knew he wasn't good enough. And I just feel like that's a weird... Um, message for mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. movie especially because then at the end they end up together again and he's now you know made something of himself and he's now got all this money and it's like couldn't you have done the same story but he could have been like a guy who just worked at Piggly Wiggly like couldn't that have been better for love no no, mm -mm. no? first okay, of all no? 
you're gonna just leave a job at Piggly Wiggly? Who's gonna who's gonna take the job? That's rude. First of all, you what? can't leave them hanging. Now he needs someone to cover his ship. But wow. I do think it's interesting because they spent seven years apart, and then she's there for like maybe four days and rekindles everything, and then leaves Andrew in the dust. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. So. Her and Jake spend most of the movie, like, pissed at each other. Um, and Jake finally signs the divorce papers after she gets super drunk, outs their friend, whatever. Like, he's so pissed at her for acting this way. So he's like, you know what? I'm done. And so he signs the papers. She mails them off. Um, that'll come back later. Um, and <laughs> then she goes on her little apology tour. And they kind of, like, reconnect a little bit. Um, they kiss. And she goes to visit their dead dog's grave which Which i was like how did you not know i hated that part of the movie when i was a kid i hated it now um as someone who lost a pet it was so sad how would you first of all i don't care how estranged we are how are you not going to tell me that my dog is sick and that i need to come down he never like i would have been so mad at jake for never mentioning that And uh, Melanie is, like, apologizing to the dog. She's like, I'm so sorry I didn't come down. I didn't know you were sick, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you should be pissed at Jake. But also, weird of you, Melanie, to leave seven years ago, come back, and assume that the dog that he has is the same dog that you had seven years ago. How long do you think these dogs live? You Um, left for seven years and never checked in. Or with your parents. Like, my thing is, Melanie... I think she calls her parents, but she doesn't mm, come to It see doesn't them. sound like she calls them. She doesn't call them a lot. She doesn't she call them a lot. Very surprised. They're like, oh, Melanie's on the phone. It's rude. Eventually, Andrew comes into town to surprise her. And she's like, what? And that's when she has to tell him the truth that she lied about her background. After telling them that Jake is her cousin. Oh, right. Uh, she she has to tell him. So they like, had actually, to... That was my husband. And he's like, you married Mary your cousin? Because <laughs> there has to be a cousin marrying Joe yeah. in this movie. Rude. Yeah. Yeah. She and Andrew start planning their wedding. They're going to do it in Alabama instead of New York. It's going to be a whole thing. Meanwhile, she thinks she wants to be with Jake. But Jake won't answer her calls. Jake is ignoring the hell out of her. So she just goes full speed ahead planning this wedding. To the point where we get to the wedding day. This bitch gets to the altar in Alabama. I hated this. I don't like... I realized when I was watching this because it made me really upset. I don't like movies or stories where the couple... The, the wrong couple makes it to the wedding, is about to say I do, and then the other person finally gets their head out of their ass or whatever, and they get together. Because I'm like, think of all the planning that went through. Think right. of all the people who had to take off from work for this dumbass wedding. How dare you? You couldn't have figured this out before. Right. How very dare you? How anyway. rude. And then no deposits are going to be returned. I would be upset. Who returns the I gifts? know. Do, does the one who... Who caused the commotion have to take up all that? They probably won't. Yeah, she... So, spoiler alert, she didn't actually sign the divorce papers. Jake did. She mailed them off, but she forgot to sign them this time. So her lawyer uh, finally makes it as she's about to, like, say I do or whatever the fuck. And he's like, you didn't sign the papers. And so she's like, oh, okay, does anyone have a pen? Why didn't the lawyer have a pen? 
Why would the lawyer not have a pen? Anyway, so she gets a pen. Patrick Dempsey, aka Andrews, waiting at the altar. He's like, Melanie, sign it, sign it. And she's just like, I can't do it. And so it's a whole thing, a whole hullabaloo. And she goes, uh, everybody on the bride side, stay put. I'm about to go get myself a groom. And she runs off to go get Jake. Ma'am, if you don't let your guests do something, what are you talking about? You cannot make them stay here to wait for you to get okay. yourself a groom. Okay. Also, you're already though. married. Also, but pause. What what else they got going on in that town? They that was probably wow. the day. They probably wow. all listen. I just thought she was very self centered. Um, Reese Witherspoon is very charming, as of course. Um, but I just feel like her character sucks in this, and we never she never really reckons with the fact that she sucks because everyone nope. just forgives her real easily. Um, kind of do. That's she the- doesn't really have to reckon with the fact that she lied about all this shit. Like everyone. Mm-hmm. Andrew's just like, it's okay. Like, he's mad for, like, three minutes. And then he's like, it's fine. Okay, we can still get married. I'm like, does she ever have any consequences? No. Because she definitely catfished him in person. (laughs) And then they end up together after this whole, she's like, I'm going to go find my mans. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, oh, Mel, you hated us, but you're back. What? Yeah. And she's not really back because she still lives in New York and has a fashion career then there. Um, a fashion career which puts her on the cover of W Magazine, I'm pretty sure. Like, she's right. on the cover of magazines. I feel like they play her up to be, like, this big-time person. Yeah. And I just feel like there's no way that if she was making all these articles and whatever, getting in the press, that they would not have already figured out that she was not who she says she was. But that just gets swept under the rug. I mean, unless she's like like that Anna girl. Remember that? (laughs) Anna Delvey? Anna Delvey, right. You're right. I mean, I guess it is is possible for her to be a scammer. Right. Without people knowing. But it was just weird. I don't know. I liked liked Jake. Um, I think I think I like the actor Josh Lucas. Um, he's not in a lot of stuff, is he? I don't. I don't think I've seen him a lot. But I mean, he's been me in stuff, but I don't think he's done a lot of stuff. But um, I think that he was cute in this movie. I apparently he's in Yellowstone, mm, a show I do not watch and will not watch mm-hmm. because the creator sucks. Um, yeah, I haven't really seen most of his he's stuff. The white Tyler Perry. Oh God. His name is Taylor. Taylor Sheridan. Oh, uh, yeah, this is an anti-Taylor Sheridan podcast. Thank you. I do want to just shout out my maybe my favorite moment in this movie. Um, so her friend, what's her friend's name? Lurlene. Oh. Is it Lurlene? Okay. I want to say the, it's Lur something. The one with the babies. Yeah, I want to say okay. it's Lurlene. I had my closed captioning yep. on and it looked Lurlin. Lurlin. That's not a name. Okay. Um, L U R L Y N N. Um, anyway, I get confused because that actress's name is Melanie and yes. Reese Witherspoon plays Melanie, so it's a whole thing. But um they the night that uh what's her face? Melanie gets really drunk, she meets up with everyone at the bar and she's like or maybe that's a different night. Whatever. She's like, you have a baby yes, in a bar. Night. Yes. Great. Great. <laughs> great uh... Lurleen says, I really like that top. I saw that. 
um, that Jacqueline, Jacqueline Jacqueline Smith Smith as a great option. She goes, "Oh, I made this. It's it's been bought by Bergdorf's." And she's like, "Oh, <laughs> Lurlin, mm-hmm. Lurlin." Anyway, uh, do you have anything else to say about this movie? No. Nah. Okay. <laughs> that's fair do you want to do you want a fun fact i do okay so a fun fact the song sweet home alabama mm-hmm. was it's not about alabama it's a no it is it's a litter skinner song as we know but it was written as a diss track to the artist neil young and fun the fun fact of it all is that None of the members of Leonard Skinner were from Alabama. Is that not a fun fact? <laughs> what? Wait, but what's the diss? I don't. Is oh Neil from Alabama? Sorry, no. Uh, no. Oh. Um. They, I don't remember why. It was written in response. Here, I'll just look it up for you. My God. Um, oh, okay. So Neil Young. Here, let's let's get into the fun facts here. Okay, please explain the fun. Neil Young. Explain the 19, fun so we could get it. In 1970, Neil Young wrote a song or released a song called Southern Man. And Leonard Skinnerd felt that the song Southern Man was blaming the entire South for american slavery which i don't i'm so confused um true i I mean it's just america in general let's let's not split hairs here but um sure sure but it was the southern senators that said yes 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 we should consider them three so young is name checked and dissed in the lyrics um and there is a lyric in in sweet home alabama where he says and I hope Neil Young will remember a Southern man don't need him around anyhow. Whatever. What? Um, <laughs> so. But Leonard Skinner's yeah. not from Alabama. None of, the, none of the three writers of the song were from Alabama. Um, two of them were from Jacksonville, Florida. And one of them was from California. Jacksonville, Florida is basically, it could it could be Alabama light. So I'll give him that. But um, yeah, no. Wow. Weird. These are and this was less facts. fun and more dysfunctional, oh. but yeah, I appreciate it. Wow, okay. What else did you find on that whole little little computing machine on Al Gore's internet? The computing machine? Mm-hmm. The computering machine? I'll tell you what, Jenny. I'll tell you what I found. I'll tell you what I found. I found some Am I the Assholes. Ooh, our favorite. Um, our favorite. Am I the asshole for saying I have two kids? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I just think that title's so funny because it's like, well, we need more information. Tell us more. Uh-oh. So. I just <laughs> don't know where this is. I feel like it could go really funny or really tragic very quickly. <laughs> so sorry. Um, Okay. I've been with my fiance for six years and she came into the relationship with three kids whom I adore. Their dad isn't in the picture very often. Once every six to eight months, they don't call me dad or anything, but they treat me like a father figure. They even gifted me a dog two years ago for father's day, 
My fiance was a bit upset about that one. Whoops. Well, now I know my fiance is pregnant six months and we were out on the boat the other day with my buddy and my buddy's wife. They were asking if I was excited about the pregnancy and having a biological kid. And I said, well, I have two kids now referring to my dog. My fiance just got extremely quiet and didn't say anything. But my buddy's wife piped up with, wow, you just made yourself sound like a fucking prick. I asked why, and she goes, you have three kids at home that you've taken care of for six years, but sure, only include the flea bag your fiancé never wanted and your unborn child in the number of children you have. I tried defending myself, but ultimately the damage was done. Now, I spoke to my fiancé about it later because she didn't defend me on the boat, but she didn't agree with my buddy's wife either, and she goes, that did bother me, and no, I don't want to talk about it. I have a lot to process right now. I tried again defending myself, and that's when she kind of snapped at me and said that I not only made a fool of myself, but also made her and her kids look bad in the process because I claimed my dog as my child, but not the actual human kids I've helped raise. She currently isn't speaking to me, and I've definitely heard her crying. Am I really wrong, or is this weird women hormones? Wow. So you had to put a top hat on the asshole. Got it. Weird wow. women hormones. Wow. Hmm. Um, obviously, wow. you're yes, you're an asshole. You're oh my more God. than an asshole. You are a you're fucking asshole. The what? worst. Why would it you say that? The world. I don't understand people. Now I'm upset. I feel bad for this fiance because she's pregnant. She's having this man's baby. It just makes my head hurt. You mean to tell me that you've been a part of these kids' lives for six whole years. We're not talking about six days, six months. Six years. The father of biology to these children does not come around. So you are receiving gifts for Father's Day. getting For Father's Day. <laughs> and you have the, the gall to say... You have, you're gonna have two kids now, a dog included. Now, don't get me wrong, I love my dog. That's all I love. And I get it, they can be like children's because you spend a lot of money on them. But you have well, three it's, it's of them. It's the already. love, it's not the money. But yeah, I think if he would have included the dog and the kids, right? You have to, four like, already. Yeah, or like this is gonna be my fifth kid because I got the three kids at home and the dog, like that. But how i would be so mad i'm mad for her i don't even know her i'm so mad i'm also mad that he said weird women hormone like sir you were you did such a dickish thing and you're like certainly it couldn't be me who did something wrong this must be those hormones that i'm hearing about shut up you're the worst also people (laughs) he is the asshole i want to be clear but (laughs) the person asking the question you're a bit of an asshole too, because you know people are dumb. And secondly, oh yes, why does I, it I matter? You, I thought you meant the person asking the ask. Am I the asshole? Question? No, 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 like, no, no. Yeah, the person. No, no. The, I agree. The person who asked him is he ready to have a biological child? That I think also started the nonsense because again, you've been a father figure. You know what for this six is. years? Like, for yeah, I thought years. that was super rude, and I was hoping, uh, hoping that he would have said like. 
Like, he would have made... In a perfect world, this Am I the Asshole would be a question of him asking if he was the asshole for pushing back against his friend asking this question. Yes. But no, he he just went in the wrong direction. But yeah, super shitty. Like, what if... I feel like these friends, if if they if they had a friend who adopted a kid and then that friend got pregnant, they'd be like, are you excited to finally have a real one? Like, shut, right. just stop. People, you don't have to say every stupid thought that you comes don't. in your brain. Why is so that not an time, option? This was terrible. And I share this because it's been many years now. But oh. um, one of these people I knew was, English is not their first language. I will say that. Okay. But also, they've been speaking English the whole time I've known them, so it's kind of <laughs> a weird excuse. But either way, we were at this uh, convening, and there were some people there from that we used to go to school with. And she goes up to the woman who is pregnant and says to her, oh, my God, what was it? you're finally on number two. How's that going? Kind of disregarding the fact that the pregnant person had actually lost her second pregnancy. Oh. And this was the third pregnancy she was on already feeling some kind of way. And then the woman who said it came to me and she's like, do you think that that was wrong? I was like, absolutely. Why would you say it like that? Like in (laughs) one world, I mean, why would she was like, I was talking about number two, her being number one and the baby being number two was like, in what scenario do people talk like that? (laughs) If you say it in French, I don't speak French, but I feel like that's not the way you would have said it. The mom being number one, the baby being number two, that just doesn't make any sense. No it one just, has ever nobody. referred to a child, a baby that way. Like, oh, you're yeah. finally ready for number two? Uh, shut up. What? <laughs> like, who does? Like, why would you say that? And, like, it was very clear that number two was lost. Very clear. Like, they Aww. had, were pregnant, Aww. had passed a certain point, and then there was a miscarriage. So I'm oh, like, no. why would you say this? It's already hard for people who are, like, carrying and for, you know, yes, hormones are a thing. But you don't have to say everything that's ever come to your mind oh, when a pregnant God. person is around. Or a person who's just living. Because the people who ask other people if they're pregnant and they're not pregnant, it's actually really uncomfortable. Stop doing that, y'all. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah, also just stop asking people about the state of their reproductive, like, organs or plans or whatever. Like, are you pregnant? Are you planning on getting pregnant? Oh, well, why do I have to tell you that, stranger who just stranger. met me and knows how old I am now. Weird. Or also anyway. people who do know you. Just let well, people yes, tell you also if that. Pregnant. Don't how about yes, that? I agree you don't need to ask people uh what their reproductive plans are because to be quite honest, you may some you may get some answers that you don't like. And right. I mean answers that will make you uncomfortable, make you feel bad, sure, like there's pregnancy loss, miscarriages, etc. Uh child loss even but you also may get answers like me when I'm fed up and I'll be like, no, I don't know that I want to bring a child into this fucked up world. Why did you make that choice? Don't you feel selfish for doing that? Let's ha- let's have that conversation. Anyway, people suck. Definitely the asshole. Um, okay, I have one more. Am I the asshole for suggesting my goddaughter rethink her career choices? 
I'm a 41-year-old man, and one of my friends, Mike, asked me to be the goddaughter to his little girl, Chloe, when she was born. Yeah. You are correct. Uh, It is Godfather, but he actually wrote Goddaughter, and that's what I read. But uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, To his his little girl, Chloe, when she was born, I I accepted happily, and we've always had a good relationship. I especially used to enjoy helping her out with schoolwork and projects alongside my own kids, because Chloe was always extremely academic. She always got top grades, and her parents assumed she'd go to medical school, as she had expressed wishes to be a doctor from a really young age. Mike, his wife, and Chloe moved a little further away a few years back, meaning I didn't see them for a long while. Recently, though, we all met up for dinner to catch up. I asked Chloe, now 17, what medical school she'd be attending. Weird to ask a 17-year-old that question because she has to go to college first, but sure. Um, And she told me that she didn't want to do that anymore. Instead, she told me she wanted to be a gardener. I don't think she has it quite figured out yet, but something involving horticulture because she loves nature. I was a little surprised, but her parents explained that another factor was her anxiety diagnosis, meaning she was interested in finding a job that would be a little less life or death, literally, as well as giving her the chance to work alone and be outside in nature. I said something along the lines of, but you always wanted to be a doctor. You'd throw those dreams away. I know it could sound harsh, but I know that she always, always dreamed about going to med school and I love her like my own. So I want for her what I want for my kids to be happy in a stable and professional job. I also mentioned that becoming a gardener is not a cure for mental illness, at which point Chloe and her parents went quiet and we didn't talk much more for the remainder of the evening. Mike took me Mike took me aside before they left and told me I'd upset Chloe and angered them by pushing the subject and that if gardening is what she wants to do, then that's the end of it. My wife chewed me out too. I just can't help but feel like she's throwing away something she's always wanted for an easier option in the present rather than buckling down to secure a good future. Good things in life are never easy after all. So am I the asshole? Yes. Sir? If you don't get the fuck. <laughs> if you don't shut up. Shut the fuck up. Okay, this man says he's 41. I feel like you are 41. You are young enough to recognize that the world does not work this way. Right. You are young enough. Like, he's an elder millennial, maybe a very young Gen X. Elder millennial, really. But whatever. Um. I feel like I am confused as to this mindset because I feel like most people of our generation and certainly younger ones recognize that we are living in a house of cards that is also on fire. Like, Mm -hmm. if she wants to be a fucking gardener, go right the fuck on. Do you know how hard it is to become a doctor? Not only that, you take out crazy loans that you will have to pay back. Thanks, Supreme Court. Um, don't even get me started. You then, um, I don't know if you know this, sir, but we uh, were just in a pandemic for years. And um, maybe you also didn't know this, but despite what the you know banging of the pots and pans would lead you to believe, uh, we as a country do not actually take care of our healthcare professionals or any professionals or literally any people at all unless they are old rich white men so why why would you encourage this just because so, you think that she has 
this potential. Shut up. You be a doctor. I also just did the math because, you know, I can't just do that quick math. But he was 24 when she was born. And he said he Uh also has kids. So I definitely think he's, although he is an older millennial, he still didn't live that very, Mm. very specific life of like, I'm going to move things. He had to take care of a family. And I mean, this is not defending him at all. I just think that he's in a different mind frame that is very more like you need to get your life together. She's 17. Even if she did tell you at 17, oh, what medical school I would go to, which is dumb again, because she has to go to college first. Her mind can also change at 18. Like people's minds change once they get into school and, you know, good for her parents for supporting her either way. Yes. I am so thankful that she has these parents because this man who says, I love her like my own, so I want what I want for my own kids to be happy in a stable and professional job. Well, that's on you that you think that she can't be happy as a gardener. Like, what you should want for your kids is for them to follow whatever it is that they want to do. Like, right. and nurture that and don't be like, and but she always wanted to be you. a doctor. I'm sorry. Th- she probably fucking wanted to be a rodeo clown too. But like exactly. th- kids say things all the time. And like for someone, I will say this. I was somebody who wanted to be a doctor for a very long time. I wanted to be a nurse at first. And then I wanted to be a doctor. And then I even said these words were uothered. An mm-hmm. ear, nose, and throat doctor. Wow. I got specific. <laughs> okay. I was okay. like, ooh. I'm going to be an ENT. Da, 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 da. I was discouraged, to be quite honest. I was discouraged taking biology classes in college. And I was like, I cannot be somebody who's going to make bad grades in a pursuit of something that I'm not interested in. And then mm. I realized, I mean, my my original passion was sociology. And I was like, I'm killing the game because I know this stuff. I like to work with people. That's what I like good for Chloe to figure this out at 17. There's some people still out there and who knows she might even change from gardening to some kind of therapy practices that include Mm -hmm. gardening in, in that practice. So good for her. And y'all, if people are not asking you for money, do not worry about what's going to happen with their careers because she got it. She could be uh, an amazing, influential gardener that is making some really good strides on what cognitive behavioral therapy can look like with gardening. So I support her. And yes, you are the asshole. And get your own... And leave your kids alone, too, because your kids kids need to be able to do whatever they they feel will make them happy. Yeah. Not a doozy out here. Well, that was fun. Um, Okay, that's enough. That's enough internet today. So, what are you looking forward to or what brought you joy? I am looking forward to resting. Yes. Okay, <laughs> have, rest. I've been traveling so much. And people have asked me, does traveling make you tired? And it, it's not that traveling makes me tired. Because I'm excited to go to different places. It's the mm-hmm. anxiety I get on these planes that makes me tired. Because I keep having to remind myself that I have no control over this. And I think that makes it worse. But... I will share that my landing experience in Aspen, Colorado, was quite truly a thing of nightmares. 
of what I've dreaded my whole my whole time traveling, in oh, which no. a plane is just so like shaky that it won't stop. I couldn't stop shaking. I couldn't stop shaking myself. The plane is also small, but you can't have a big plane that lands in Aspen apparently because the runway's mm. too small, and so you have to be small planes. Oh my! Like I'm even talking about it, still gets me flustered. I was freaking out, and then when we landed, I just started crying because my body physically was just like, mm. "This is the only response you have." So the pilot. And um, a passenger and some other people have were telling me, don't worry, takeoff is so different, you'll be fine, don't worry. It was the exact same. Oh no. At that, at least on the takeoff, I didn't have anybody next to me. So I was holding on mm. to the outside aisle. I was freaking out. And then the flight attendant said, as you know, this is normal. We'll probably be experiencing this for 10 to 12 minutes more. How is it 10 to 12 minutes more? Chaos. Chaotic. So um, I've, I've, I've noticed that that's what makes me tired because it physically makes my body tense up. I may have to talk to some kind of professional to see if there's options or things I can do to try to calm my mind down. But I can't, I mean, I truly get so panicked. I don't know what's going to happen. And um, yeah, that's what makes me tired. So I'm looking forward to resting. I won't have a trip for um, a couple of days, I think 10 days. Days? Oh my God. Yeah, 10 days. Um, and then I'm going to a wedding in Seattle. So. Okay, Mrs. Worldwide. Um, but people keep saying that worldwide. I've just been right. Mrs. United Mrs. States and then Cancun. That's it. United States. Mrs. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Domestic doesn't sound. Mrs. Coast to Coast. That's Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Coast um, to Coast. Okay. What about well, I'm you? Sorry. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. That sucks. Um, I hope that you get some good, good rest. Um, it's funny that you said that traveling doesn't make you tired because traveling a hundred percent makes me tired. And I am so confused that it doesn't make you tired. Like I, I don't understand. Yeah. It's just because I'm looking forward to whatever it is. So like, yeah, but you can look part. forward to things that make you tired. Sure. But it doesn't make me tired. Like I am, don't get me wrong. I'm not a crazy person, but like people are like, Oh, do you ever hate it? And I'm like, I mean, I'm a person, right? Like, it'll stop eventually. That's just how I see it. I feel like there are seasons of travel, and then there are seasons of of landing. Yeah, yeah. So I just mean, what. like, the process of, like, going to a place, like, getting all the, like, the logistics at the airport, that is exhausting to me. The, like, getting to my location, you know, checking for bed bugs and the... <laughs> Airbnb or whatever the fuck. Um, that's Not tiring. One of the bees. Yeah. Um, no, but anyway. All right. Uh, what about you? What brought you joy or what are you looking forward to or both? What I'm looking forward to is um, going to Nashville to see one Beyonce um, in less than two weeks, which oh is crazy, crazy. I will be traveling to my ancestral home. Just kidding. It's not my ancestral home. Um, but I am so excited to see Beyonce. So excited. I feel like I've been seeing clips of the Renaissance tour from 
her European leg. And I just can't believe it's like here. It's actually kind of crazy. And I'm also um, slightly regretting my choice of going to see a show outdoors in Tennessee in July. Yeah, the humidity so, alone. The humidity, like I'm pre, uh, pre-dying. Uh, like I feel like I'm, I, I just, I'm we looked at the, we looked you. at the weather just the other day. We looked at the forecast and we're like, oh no. Hydrate, no. hydrate, hydrate. Because the heat I came back to in Georgia and it's less humid in Tennessee it's going to be sticky where you are. So, Thanks for listening to Get Funny. We hope you laughed. But if you didn't, we did. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we killed it. Crushed it. <laughs>